0: Hello, and welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast. We are continuing our series today in Nehemiah, and today we're going to be going over chapter four. I only have a few more chapters that I want to discuss from the book of Nehemiah. I highly encourage that if you have not read that book in the Bible yet, you go through it and read it on your own and let God really speak to you because it has been such a blessing to my heart, and I just love that I get to share it with you guys, but I also want to encourage you to go read it yourself and make sure that you get your own interpretation, your own applications, your own lessons from God through this man's story and the way that he shared it. So today we're going to be talking about, like I said, Nehemiah chapter four, and kind of the, like I, like the, as you can see in the title of the episode, just remembering what we're fighting for. Um, I don't know about you, but I struggle quite a bit with getting discouraged. Um, it's just been a fault. I feel like I've had my whole life. I get very easily excited, but also very easily discouraged. And I find myself kind of on that up and down all the time in all things, whether it be my business, my faith, my home life, my like my, my parenting skills, my homeschool all of the things I either get so excited and I feel on top of the world, like I can conquer everything or I feel like I'm failing and doing a terrible job, and I should just quit at whichever thing I'm feeling like I'm discouraged in at the at the time and sometimes it's all of it, <laughs> but um, if you're like me, then I hope that this episode and what I've learned will speak to you in some way so. In Nehemiah, we've been learning that God gave Nehemiah a, like a, a burden on his heart in the first chapter, and that was where he was really having to decide whether or not he was going to pursue what he felt God was calling him to with building the wall, and then we learned in chapter two about him leading the people, and in chapter three, how he encouraged those people. So then we get to chapter four. And this is where he starts to face some opposition. And I don't know about you, but it's very easy to set a goal and to get excited about it. And you have all these plans and you have all this excitement and you have this just readiness to dive in. And then it takes one person or one thing to go wrong for you to be like, nope, never mind. This was a bad idea. Shouldn't have done it. Don't know why I started. It's kind of like a fitness journey you get excited, you have a goal in mind for your fitness journey, maybe you want to fit into a wedding dress, or you want to fit into, you know, a certain pair of pants for date night, you get so excited and so motivated, and you start looking at diet programs or exercise programs, and you decide on the one that's going to work for you this time, because you know, all of the other ones didn't work in the past, but here you are again, at least that was me nine years ago, um... And then you, you purchase the program you purchase whatever your method is that you're going to go for this time. And you're so excited. And for me, with my exercise in in particular, I just, am going to go off of this example with, with what I do with health and fitness. Now, I remember pushing play on my first workout. It was insanity, which was the most terrible program to start with. And I pushed play and the workout gets started and Sean T is the trainer and he is so hyped up and so excited And he just goes for it. And I am looking at the screen like, you want me to do what? (laughs) And I ended up laying on the floor halfway through the workout, watching part of the video and just feeling so discouraged because I just didn't feel like I could do it anymore because it was hard, because I was facing opposition. And we can think of so many examples in our life with homeschool. I get excited and we start a brand new lesson and things are going to be so fun this week. And then my son struggles with one of the lessons and he's really discouraged and frustrated and then I'm discouraged and frustrated and then I'm like, maybe I shouldn't homeschool. I should just put him back in public school because I'm failing him. And I could give you a million more examples, but there, there is an enemy that is out to get us. There is an enemy that's out to send us opposition to attack the things that God is calling us to do. And so here in chapter four, we're seeing that opposition start with Nehemiah. So he has got the the vision from God or the goal from God, and he's starting to pursue it. He's motivated the people to do it, and now it's time to do it, and there's opposition. And he has a decision to make. Is he going to continue? Is he going to quit? Which one is it going to be? And that's what we have to decide in those moments that we start to face opposition or discouragement as well. Are we going to pray to God and ask Him for strength and continue what we feel He's called us to do, or are we going to throw in the towel, say this was a dumb idea, and go back to whatever was easy for us before, and then never know what could have been? So that's the decision we have to make. So when we're mocked or we're criticized for doing what we know is right, we have to—I think—we have to refuse to respond in the way. That makes us quit. We have to refuse to give up. We have to refuse to let the discouragement win. We have to refuse to let the enemy win. So ask God for help. Ask God for strength. Ask Him for wisdom, for discernment, for Him to show you the way, for Him to encourage you along the way, and keep yourself connected with Him so that He can give you the encouragement to carry on with the task that you are doing. Essentially for him, right? We started this for him. So why would we give up so easily? And so one of the verses that really stood out to me in Nehemiah chapter 4 was verse 14. And it says, After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, Don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome, and fight for your families, your sons and your daughters, your wives. your homes. So remember in chapter three, which was last episode, if you didn't watch it, you need to go back and listen to it. We talked about how Nehemiah gave the people a reason to want to help him rebuild the wall. He made it personal for each and every one of them. He had certain people building certain gates and building certain parts of the wall because it was going to protect that person's family and that person's home and that person's livestock and that person's whatever so he gave them a personal, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a personal motive behind the the, the rebuilding of the wall or helping him in the rebuilding of the wall. Okay. And so now he's here and they're all facing opposition. People are making fun of them or people are telling them it's a bad idea. And he's standing up and saying, don't be afraid of them. Remember God. Remember the one that called us to this. And fight for your family, fight for your sons and your daughters, fight for your wives and fight for your homes. Remember what you're fighting for. This isn't about you. This isn't about me. This is about what what you're doing for your family, what you're doing for God. And so I think that it's, it's kind of cliche as I think about how I want to word it. But when we are pushing towards a goal, when we're pushing towards something that we feel led to do... It's very easy to stop and to look at all the ways that it could go wrong and look at all the ways that it, we could fail, but it's hard to look at why we're doing it and to let that be our motivation. It's kind of cliche, right? And so how, how do we turn to God? How do we grow through the trial or through the discouragement? How do we lean on him more? And I really think it's in his word. If we're not actively in God's word, if we're not actively in prayer as we're pursuing what He's called us to do, then He's not at the center of it. And therefore, He can't be the encouragement through it because He's not in it. And so, what I need to ask you today is if you are feeling discouraged, if you are feeling like the goal that you're pursuing is not motivating you anymore, or it's getting too hard, or you don't want to do it, is it because God is not at the center of what you're doing? So the work of this wall, the rebuilding of it, it progressed because the people had set their hearts and their minds on accomplishing the task with God. They didn't lose faith or give up, but they per- they persevered in the work. And so if God's called you to do a certain task or to pursue a certain goal, you have to be determined to complete it, even if you're facing opposition, even if you're facing discouragement. Because the the reward of the work well done, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant is what we all want to hear at the end of our day, right? It's going to be worth it if we continue to push forward. So we show God that we're serious about fighting for him and the goal that he's placed in our heart when we combine prayer with thought and preparation and effort, So we've had the thought, we've had him speak the goal to us, we've prepared ourselves for it, we've told ourselves why we're doing it, we've motivated ourselves for something else that's going to help us to see why we want to keep showing up, and then comes the the time where we have to put in the effort. So we can let the obstacle defeat us, or we can let God be the strength through the obstacle. So I want to ask you today, are you fighting for your goal? Is it worth showing up for Is it strong enough in your heart for you to be willing to show up through the hard? Let God be by your side in it through prayer and reading of his word and reminding yourself why you're doing this. What would happen if you got to the goal? What would happen if you finished the task that he set before you with him at your side, knowing that he was the strength that got you through every step of the way? Accomplishing your task is going to be tiring, There's going to be pressures, there's going to be discouragement, and it's going to seem impossible, but God, but God, remember that God is in it with you every step of the way. So be reminded of why you're doing it. Be reminded of the goal and be reminded of his protection that he offers you every step of the way. He has a purpose for you. He has a purpose for this project. He has a purpose for bringing you to this project or to this goal. So look to him and let him be the one that helps you get through it. Let's pray. God, I thank you. I thank you for your word and for just being the one that we can go to for encouragement and wisdom and guidance as we face discouragement. It's so easy, especially in today's world, to get discouraged and to compare ourselves to others and to feel like what we're doing is not good enough. But God, if you've called us to it, you will see us through it. You are by our side every step of the way, and all we have to do is look down in our in the Bible. All we have to do is look up to you, God. You are there with us each and every step of the way, and we just thank you for that. And I pray that as we forget that, that you remind us of it, that you place people in our lives who will help us to, re- to be reminded to get in your word, to be in prayer, and that will pray with us and for us, God. I thank you that you were just always with us and we are just so grateful for you, God. You're such a good God who has a plan and a purpose and has every detail lined up already and all we have to do is submit it to you and be obedient to where you're calling us, God. So I pray that you help us to be obedient. You help us to walk in in the path that you've already aligned for us, God. Keep us focused on you. Help us to keep our eyes fixed straight ahead on you. You're all that we need and this goal this mission, this vision, this thing that you've put on each of our hearts, it's all for you, God. Keep our focus on that, on your glory that you're going to receive when we accomplish this goal with you right by our side. We love you, God. We thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey friends, I don't know if you've heard or not, but the Finding Freedom Planner is my go to tool for helping me to really manage my time so that I can eliminate the distractions of the world and focus on what God is speaking to me through my daily time in the Bible. It has space for my sermon notes, for my goal setting for the week. I get to plan my days, and I have space for all of my quiet time journaling. And it has been Such a game changer for me, and it's been such a game changer for over 400 women who have purchased the planner. If you are looking for a planner that truly is an all-in-one tool for your walk with God and putting him at the center of all that you do, then head on over to the show notes, check out the Finding Freedom Planner, grab one for yourself, grab one for a friend. I promise you won't be disappointed. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom podcast today. If this episode spoke to you in some way, can you please share it with someone else? Maybe subscribe and leave a rating and review. Each share and review means more to me than you'll ever know because it means that we're getting God's word out to more people. Your support means so much and I hope you'll tune in next week. In the meantime, let's connect on social media. I've linked my account in the show notes and I'd love to chat more with you throughout the week. Have a great day and God bless.